<laughs> How you doing, you old pirate? So good to see you. I never thought I could mm. you again. Well, he what seems very friendly. Yes. <laughs> very friendly. What are you doing here? Ah, repairs. I thought you could help me out. What have you done to my ship? Your ship? Hey. Remember, you lost her to me fair and square. And how you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> you still hanging around with this loser? <laughs> You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital run less than 12 months. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And first off, with our Star Wars news of the week, we have the 10 years coming up of the Clone Wars, and San Diego Comic Con has something special for uh, the people attending, not us. (laughs) So they're going to have a 10-year panel uh, featuring Dave Filoni, the maker himself. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for that (laughs) um hopefully they're gonna get a lot of and they haven't announced who the cast is gonna be um that's gonna show up they just said special guests on twitter though matt lanter the voice of uh, anakin skywalker went went in and said hey can't wait to see you guys so take it or leave it subtlety has never been one of your strong points anakin everything i know i learned from you master i think anakin's coming Oh my gosh, Annie baby. <laughs> so I think it's a good bet that you're probably going to get Anakin, Padme, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan. I don't know, at least the main cast, you'd think. Mm-mm. Maybe. I'm wishing, hoping. Mm-mm. Hopefully somebody records this somewhere so I can enjoy this as well, because unfortunately we are stuck here in lowly Alabama, <laughs> so we yes, will not make friends. it out there. Yes, friends. So all of you that are attending... You should be nice to us and send us stuff <laughs> because we love you and you love us. <laughs> Speaking of sending us our sending us stuff, um, there's this really cool like variant cover that's coming out for a really awesome book that I'm really excited about. Thrawn Alliances. An unexpected pleasure. I am so freaking pumped. So I showed you the artwork for because uh, it, it's going to be at, only available at. San Diego Comic Con. It's exclusive to it. I was wondering it. where you're going with this. I was like, are you asking them to donate books? No, to no, us? no, 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 no. That's what I was like, don't listen to him, guys. But He's if you want off to. Off his rocker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. So, so Thrawn Alliances, um, it releases on July 24th, but Del Rey released a variant cover that's going to be available exclusively to people who go to SDCC, um, which I'm really, really jealous. So, like I said, if you want, I wouldn't be mad at you. But anyways, <laughs> so what did you think of the variant cover? Because I know the internet was on fire when they released it. Um, It's pretty darn cool. Like, I'm digging it. Oh, absolutely. And holy crap, Hayden Christensen in Anakin Clone Wars armor. Never been seen. Be- well, I mean, in fan art, but <laughs> officially never been seen before. Right. Officially. I think it's really exciting. Um, I didn't honestly read the first Thawne book, so... You need to though. Yeah, like it's amazing. I'm sorry, I'm behind. You'll so love it because you you love like the criminal minds and all that kind of stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Not like you didn't just binge it recently, but anyways. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I mean, like that that's a, that's what it reminded me of is like getting a look into this guy's mind because all of it, it, it I don't know, it's unique writing the way that Timothy Zahn writes Thrawn. 
it's kind of hard to say. I had to like pause there. <laughs> uh, but it's really unique in in getting those glimpses into Thrawn's mind, as well as seeing the story propel forward and everything. The story is really cool. It's kind of like a who's this mystery person pulling strings behind and kind of like a Sherlock Holmes kind of feel to it. It's like, I mean, there's a big mystery to it and everything, but getting glimpses into Thrawn's mind, especially when, while Rebels was going on, it was just, it was just too cool. Uh, I definitely love that book. That's my favorite canon novel so far. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the only ones you've read, so. It's not. I've read like <laughs> five or six of them. Oh, my And they're bad. a podcast to prove it. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, but yeah, I remember you told me a little bit about Thrawn and, um. I don't know. I'll try to. I'll try. I'm just. I have, I have to really be in the mood to like read something. And well, and so far you haven't actually gotten to read a Star Wars canon novel yet, right? No, I haven't. You keep telling me to read Leia, and I've got it sitting up there, like ready to go, but I hadn't even opened it up yet. <laughs> All right, guys. So she needs some extra incentive. So send her some love this way. Let her know your favorite book for sure. So, but yeah. So the Thrawn novel and everything. I thought that the cover art. For this, the the variant art was absolutely amazing. Love seeing young Thrawn and Clone Wars Annie next to him. It was just freaking cool. And on top of that, if that wasn't enough to set everybody on fire, StarWars.com released a expert excerpt, not an expert, an excerpt. Expert was better. Of the of the book itself, um, where it's like Thrawn's and Anakin's first meeting and everything. And not gonna spoil it. If you want to seek it out, go for it. Uh, if not, cool. But yeah, there was this one part where Anakin and Thrawn are like arguing over the pronunciation of Thrawn's actual chist name, and I absolutely loved it and everything. It was really funny. Um, I still have trouble saying it. I tried to get you to say it earlier, which was really funny. You got it. You got it pretty close, but um, yeah, pretty close. I guess. I think it's about <laughs> the same way you pronounce it. Yeah, I think too, so. so. Mithral Nerodo, Nerodo. Yeah, I don't I know. Think you just said it right. I may have. I don't know. <laughs> I think I said Nerodo. I don't know. Nerodo. I, I don't know. It's that that that, that in you that new or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, right. I'm really excited about this book. So July 24th. Thrawn Alliances. Oh, that's my sister's birthday. Is it really? Yeah, Kayla's. Oh, that's. I'm sorry, Kayla. Yes, it is your birthday. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> but yes, so happy birthday to Kayla, and awesome day for me. We can buy her book. We could buy her Thrawn Alliances. She wouldn't read it. It's a perfect gift for anyone in your family. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so cool. So that wraps up our news of the week. Because all other than that, it was rumors were rumors and determined that they were rumors and, you know. More nothing. rumors. Yeah, more rumors. <laughs> but I'm sure you guys have seen that all over social media all week, so we'll just move on. <laughs> Moving on. Move on. All right, so now to our main event. Da, 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 da. Ba, 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 ba. That was beautiful. You've been practicing, haven't you? We're going to have to get you to do this live Thursday when we do our Instagram live. Mm. <laughs> you give me like a little, little cuts. Is it a cut? What is it? What is it? The little. The kazoo? kazoo. Give me the you need kazoo. a kazoo? Please give me a kazoo. I will learn it. I will learn it, Danny. You give me a kazoo. Deal. Not Deal. Kazoo. You know what I'm talking about? The little thing that's got like. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking like about. The classic thing that's got a little thing on top. It's like. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
It's a deal. We shake, shake. on it. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I know. So, on to our main topic of the episode. We are talking Solo and The Empire Strikes Back. And now, our feature presentation. So, first impressions, Kristen. What did you think of The Empire Strikes Back? Um, I honestly like... Okay. So, here's the thing. Careful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am. I've seen it before, but I'm not going to lie. I honestly was not that into Star Wars when I first watched it, so I probably was really distracted. Um, But watching it the second time around, it was very humorous. Like, I... I found it really awesome. Like, this is probably going to be one of my... I mean, I'm waiting to finish out the rest of the um, series to figure out whether or not, mm-hmm. you know, which ones I like the most. And I think this is going to be a top contender. Though. No! See, this is a lot of people's uh, favorite movie, too, because uh, we put out a couple polls on Instagram talking about our favorite moment or their favorite moments of Empire Strikes Back. And is Empire Strikes Back the best Star Wars movie of all time. Ooh. So, the comments that we got today. So, a couple of the favorite moments. Um, let's see. So, Owl Feathers Cosplay, one of our friends on Instagram, said, I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> As her favorite moment. Um, the Borby, you know, he, he gave us a super specific one um, of all. <laughs> I tried to narrow it down and he just said, you know, all of it. He's got to pick one. <laughs> Sithing ain't easy. Uh, Lord Vader from the California Garrison uh, said the Yoda scene was his favorite. <laughs> and then over on uh, Facebook, Elizabeth, uh, one of our longtime listeners, uh, she said that the whole uh, exchange between Yoda and Luke was her favorite as well. And so, to your point, talking about how humorous it was and everything, for one, I, one comment I want to make before I really get into my impressions on it is that I love seeing your face because it was like you were watching it for the first time, it even was. though you hadn't. But it was because I'm telling you, I didn't. I know I didn't. I don't know what I was doing, but I was not paying attention the first time around. I can like, t- I can guarantee I wasn't. She kept looking at me like, have I seen this movie? Like, I literally was like, I don't remember this. Like I knew basics of it. Like if you asked yeah. me and you kind of gave me a rundown, I could be like, oh, that's where Luke ends up in a tauntaun. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's like the uh, car, car, I almost said carbonite. Is it carbonite? Carbonite, yeah. Okay, I feel like it was, I feel like I wasn't going to say that right when it's coming out, <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Yeah, so I remember the whole carbonite, I love you, I know, the whole like, and you know, I even asked Danny at one point, I was like, is this the no scene? Because it was. <laughs> that's impossible. Yeah, because I was like, I'm pretty sure this is it, and he loses a hand. So I mean, I can tell you like a few basic concepts of it, but I mean, I I really do feel like I was watching it. Well, and so I feel like the first time you watched it, you were more so looking for those moments. Because I remember when we first watched it together, you were looking at me like, is this that part? Is this the part that he says, I am your father? It's like, oh, that's where that's from and stuff like that. Like all of a sudden, all the pop culture references that you've been hearing forever, you're like, that's where that's from. Ah, (laughs) and I probably was, honestly, but the rest of it I was not paying attention to. And I think it's a lot to do with the whole character development for me. Because um, I've seen so many more movies now, so I'm starting to really... Um, multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> Honestly, you, when I came in, you were like, you want to watch Empire Strikes Back again? I said no, but I was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost asked you, let me go, do you want to? Because I would. Um, 
But I think I'm starting to really dive deep into the characters more because I've kind of always known the characters. Oh, like, where's Leia from? Oh, Star Wars dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. You know, Han Solo. <laughs> Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? But I'm starting to actually, like, feel for these characters. Mm-hmm. So I think watching the growth of You're them. You're becoming invested. I am. And I think watching them grow and watching the relationships kind of blossom, especially um, between Han and Leia. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know how, but I don't feel like I've ever paid attention to that relationship very much. Han is, like, he's smooth. He is, but the funniest <laughs> part is, is, like, he's really, like, I don't, I don't know, but I always feel like I pictured um, Han as, like, this player. Mm-hmm. Like, he can kind of get every girl he wants, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to really compare, but at the same time, like, I don't know, I had him kind of compared to Star-Lord. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, like, Star-Lord was always kind of, like... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Star-Lord was always kind of with, like, different ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, but yeah, so I kind of had them compared up, Mm -hmm. and um, just kind of watching, I didn't really feel that vibe from him. Like he had a few smooth words here and there. I was like, "Oh, you scared? I was gonna leave you. What? Go kiss me goodbye." You know, (laughs) he used funny lines, but for the most part, Leia was just playing hard to get. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, like this woman knew she had feelings, but she was like, "I'm not showing." Yeah, I'm not telling. Mm-hmm. Like I am a princess. Like, yep. <laughs> so it so, was funny. So talking about all of that, because um, I love the Empire Strikes Back. Um, it's probably one of my top three for sure, and, and I want to reserve my list, like you said, to the end of, of right. us rewatching this and everything. Because I've seen them hundreds of times, but like even still, I find new things every time. Like a lot of the side comments that Han had for Leia and everything. Like Han. Han has always been my favorite character. He is cemented as my favorite character <laughs> in this movie. I love Han Solo. Um, but talking about the whole romance with Leia, did it give you any drawbacks to Kira and Han? Not really, honestly. Really? Okay. To me, at this point in Han's life, he's kind of... I don't know. I feel like he's playing a different card. Well, see, this is how it kind of reminded me of Han and Kira. So, I mean, obviously... The, the cinematography for in Solo where he pushes her into the cape room or whatever and they're making out and then kind of like the closed space here. So the cinematography, yes. But what I kind of gathered because, I mean, in A New Hope, you get the sense that Han's just kind of almost cynical. Like he's not really, there's not really hope there. It, it The world is what it is. And everyone will betray you, kind of thing, which is uh, the the Beckett rule that he learned and everything. Right. But you, I don't know. You get the sense that he never, that Han never really truly bought into the everyone will betray you and there's no hope and all this other kind of stuff. In Solo, at the end, he was. I don't know. I got the feeling that he was hopeful still, even though Kira abandoned him and just was like, "Peace out. I got other things to do." I don't feel like he gave up hope on Kira at that moment. And so, I don't know. Like, I kind of got that feeling with Han and Leia because with Han, the even though he was smooth and he was like, oh, well, I'm going to work this and everything. At the same time, if he was that, that just hopeless and somebody who was that cynical, then he wouldn't have played so hard on Leia. This wasn't a, let's, get this one time this was a he had feelings for her too and so it it plays into that same part where with Han with Han and Kira he never gave up on Kira 
Um, at some point, obviously, he does. Right. Obviously. We haven't. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> at some point, he makes peace with it and is like, "Look, is what it is." Um, and I hope that we see that in a, in a solo sequel of some kind or some kind of book or something where we Please. get more of that. No book, movie, <laughs> movie. Books are friends. Movies are better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, I, just, I see a lot of parallels there, and but it, a lot, a lot lends to Han's growth more than anything. Yeah, I mean, now that you're kind of saying and comparing, I, I do remember and i can't see what parts you're talking about Mm -hmm. and they do make a lot of sense to me so i see where you're going with that and i'm not trying to say that like this han and that solo han are like two different hans um because i don't think i mean in a way they are a little yeah in a way but at the same time i still i don't know like i still feel like this han and that han i don't say that weird empire han (laughs) and solo han han in hand yeah um I do still see the similarities between them, though, in the Mm -hmm. the smooth kind of way. Because even though um, in Solo, we didn't really see him really have to smooth any woman over, he still had to smooth his way out of situations. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So even though we didn't see him, like, do that towards a woman or give his slyness, you know, smoothness, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. um, towards a lady, like, but we still saw it. And I, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I still can tell they're like in the same that it's still Han. yeah like, at his core that's who he is um and, and it reminded me a lot throughout empire strikes back because so for one when we first meet han in the cantina in a new hope i mean he's out for himself that's it him and chewy that's it no more he doesn't have any interest in being part of the rebellion multiple times says that he has no interest in being part of the rebellion and that it's a callback to in the solo movie where right. he's like, I'm not the hero. Like, I, I'm, I'm the scoundrel. Or he doesn't ever say that I'm the scoundrel. I can't remember what he tells Kira that he is. But uh, he was the, um, ah, oh, not the smuggler. The, uh, oh, man, I can't remember it. Oh, too bad. <laughs> It'll come to me, like, in the middle of this somewhere. <laughs> but, but anyways, but it's that conversation that Kira's like, I may be the only one who knows who you are. And she basically tells him that he's, He's a good guy. Yeah. He, he's the good guy. And he's like, nah, that's not me. That's not me. And everything. He thinks he's the pirate. He thinks he's the smuggler. He's all these other things. But these are all just masks and things that he hides behind. And that's very true, I feel like, in Empire Strikes Back. Sorry, I'm getting all, like, really, like, there's a lot I have to say. I'm sorry if I ramble. Please let me know. Um, that's okay. You just made me think of a line, though, when you're saying all this. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you're fine. Like, the way you're saying it and all, though, um, there's a line in, in Empire Strikes Back where it's when he walks in on Leia and she's fixing something in there. And um, he tells her, she he he says something about Princess or something like that. And she says, you quit calling him. And he's like, okay, Leia. And then he grabs her hand. She's like, like, like stop that. Like, oh, yeah. And he's like, why? Or he, I don't know, he says something funny. And then she's like, they're dirty. He's like, I'm dirty, too. Or something like that. Um, Mine are dirty, too. What's yeah. the problem? And he's like, why are you trembling? And she's like, I'm not. And she's like, he's like, uh, or maybe it's oh, crap, I'm on the wrong that, one. No, that's the one. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I know. Yeah, because yeah. it's the kiss scene. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, she says he says about he he's a scoundrel or something like that. She calls him a scoundrel, yeah, and he's, he's like, like scoundrel. I like, I like the, the sound of that. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then she's like, I like good men. Yeah. Or something like that. Or nice like, men. Yeah. yeah. I like nice men. She's like, he's like, I'm nice men. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were saying like yeah. the good men, nice mm-hmm. men, I think that I don't know, it just kind of popped in my head, and I was like, okay. Well, and in this in this movie, it it's. Han's movie 
like, yes, we have that side story with Luke going to Dagobah and uh, learning how to be a Jedi and all that kind of stuff, which is still really cool. We definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> run, 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 jump. <laughs> I was like, where did Mickey come from? I know, I did sound like Mickey, didn't I? I'm sorry. I was trying to be like, ho, <laughs> But it still sounds like Mickey. It's still to, Mickey. We'll, we'll, like we'll work on your. How do I laugh like Yoda? We'll work on your Yoda. I need to laugh like Yoda. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, oh my god! What are you doing? All right. Anyways, ha <laughs> ha. But anyways, but yeah, but I feel like Empire Strikes Back is a lot of Han's movie. It's it's it Han and Leia and everything. Um, but it's a lot of his development because, like I said, he. It, he Kira tells him, you're the good guy. Even at the end of Solo, when he's giving over the coaxium to the early, early rebellion, he's like, they're like, you could join us. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Or I think he even says, I'm no hero or something like that. I don't know. But like, there's that, that's that theme with him. But when it comes down to it, Han will do what Han needs to do to protect those that he cares about. And I think that's what's cool because it's at the first of the movie. Where's Luke? Oh, he must have come in the South interest. You don't know? Where's Luke? Like, right. he's getting ticked off because nobody can tell him where his friend's at. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And that was a cool part to see, too, is because you kind of don't feel like Han's really in it for anyone other than himself and Chewie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during uh, A New Hope, mm-hmm. when we first meet him, you're kind of like, man, this dude's like rougher on the edges. <laughs> but yeah. even like... I think they even say a line too. He says about he says about a friend. He calls him a friend or something. I thought I uh, Luke calls Luke his friend. I thought he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's my friend or something like that? Something. Or, yeah, I don't know. Either he he way, calls Luke his friend multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you can tell that there's been like a really and you know deep bond. I feel like between Luke and Han and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really cool to see Han. They're bros. They are. It's really cool to see Han actually care about somebody mm-hmm. you know which, which speaking of the the bro relationship i love the part where and even though it's gross because we find out later that they're brother and sister i love the competition where leia's like it was the whole scruffy looking nerf herder yeah, uh yeah. part of it yeah I you stuck up scruffy looking nerf herder. who's scruffy looking <laughs> which i still love that scene that's one of my favorite han scenes um but the, when she goes so far to kiss luke right in front of him and what's the first thing Luke does? Puts his hand behind his head and just kicked back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's all full of himself at that point. He really was. That was so funny. <laughs> and, and there was even a moment of that in A New Hope as well, where um, they're in the cockpit, and he's like, well, what do you think of her? I don't. Okay, good. <laughs> where he's kind of talking about, when well, Luke's talking about liking Leia and everything, and then he all of a sudden turns around, and he's like, I don't know. You think a girl like her and a guy like me? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> like the bro relationship's just awesome between them two and everything. But I, I, Han has a ton of growth in this, and this is what cements Han being the hero. And that's just, I don't know, that's really cool to me seeing his character growth uh, in that movie. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of fun moves, too, in the Falcon when they like to cut sideways. Oh, yes. Into places like <laughs> the um, the thing's teeth. Yeah. And then in that rock gorge, I guess, mm-hmm. we recall it, when they fly through that sideways. So we see a lot of uh, signature Han Solo moves. Yeah. Very familiar moves from uh, the Solo movie. Right. Which, I mean, I guess technically they were, you know, <laughs> other movies. 
signature moves first, but still see where it's it always, came from. Yeah. Right, it's always been a thing Han liked to do, especially you know, <laughs> one part still makes me giggle when I think about it. And the solo a Star Wars story, um, where he, him and Kira in that car. And he's like, oh we'll yeah, she's like, we're not gonna make it. He's like, we'll make it. And like, <laughs> like almost the very end, it just stops. Yeah, like oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me laugh every time. Oh, absolutely. I love that part. Yeah. Very funny. Sorry. <laughs> no, definitely. Jumped off the boat there. But. Definitely. So, so as far as Han goes, so so what did you think of the whole Bespin scene um, where they get captured and all that kind of stuff? Because <sighs> we meet Lando for the first time mm-hmm. since Solo. What do you think? Um, I'm still not a fan of Lando. So even after seeing Billy D in action for well, I guess in this one he's still he's not the bad guy, but he's not no, so great. <laughs> he's not. It's okay. So I feel like Han, not Han. Wow. Um, I feel like Lando always has an, a knack for doing bad things and then trying to turn around and redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll he'll mess up and be like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was just kidding, just kidding, didn't mean it, guys. Glad you made it out okay." Right. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially yeah. what happens. He makes a deal with the devil, a.k.a. Vader, mm-hmm. um, for his own convenience, for his own little whatever he's got going on up there in Bespin, mm-hmm. smuggling coal mining. I don't know. No, what it's it uh, um, gas mining, to gas, gas. mining. Thank you. I knew yeah. it was some type of mining. I said coal yeah. mining. I was, that doesn't exist there. <laughs> in the coal mining in the sky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never know, man. Gas mining. Yeah. Um, so he makes a deal in order to keep that afloat without having to worry about um, any other issues. And, you know, he, he realizes what a bad deal he made after everything mm-hmm. has started falling apart. And Vader's like, you'll be lucky if I don't mess oh, up the deal some more. Or it, <laughs> it's one of my favorite Vader lines. It's like, I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. Yes, I love that line. That line. So he, <laughs> he says, you know essentially be glad I don't alter it anymore. So, but this is my, this is yeah. what I'm saying. This is what goes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Basically to the whole thing of there is no deal. Right. Like <laughs> Welcome to the empire. <laughs> literally. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> but so, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Lando. I just wish Lando would not think about himself so much, I guess. There's still one more Lando movie. I know, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but. but yeah, so so yeah, so and, and I agree with you on Lando in this one because I, I love that the way that they meet and everything is almost kind of the same way that they meet back up when right before Han wins the Falcon in Solo, yes. where Lando's like hey, old buddy and like getting all buddy buddy with them and everything uh right before they uh whatever jungle planet that is in solo um i, I don't know that they ever said but yeah <laughs> um but yeah so like it, it's just it's cool because he greets him the same way like he's all excited and han it, it the roles are reversed han's ready to kick his butt and he's chewy's about to lay him out and everything too whereas now they meet on bespin and Han's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, you got a lot of nerve coming here after what you pulled. And Han's like, wait, what? I just <laughs> me? Like, to himself, yeah. like, me? <laughs> me? <laughs> you. <laughs> so funny. I love it, though. So, yeah. But no, I, their relationship, like, I don't know. It, it's It's interesting to me because, like, they're not friends. But at the same time, they're like, not- even Han even says that, 
he's a friend. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't trust him, but he's a friend. And right. It's just like. They're not enemies. <laughs> yeah. Well, weren't. <laughs> Maybe now. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe not. But, yeah. but yeah. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's a really interesting relationship. And I guess it comes out of uh, the whole uh, don't trust anyone. Yeah. Where he doesn't trust him, but well, he's, he's not an enemy. He's not trying to kill him. So maybe that's the smuggler's gauge for who's your friend and who's not. Well, I think the funny part is, too, is that, you know, Han, we kind of see that change in him. But at one point, I think both guys are so alike. And I think we talked about this in, um, we talked about this in our Han Solo review, um, is that I felt like Han and Lando had so much in common. And that's why they butted heads so much. Because they're both like the alpha dogs. and They both like to do what they want to do. And they're not, they're, I mean... As much as it kind of sucks to say about Solo, um, I do feel like both of them will kind of throw whoever in the dog pit. Oh, absolutely. To get out of their situation. Mm-hmm. Lando's the same way. He's willing to throw whoever in it to make the better for himself. And I feel like Han would do the same thing. He's willing to do what he needs to do to get himself out of danger and the people like he would want to get out of danger. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Leia. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like, you know, they are friends but like you know he said well i think you explained it perfectly just then was that it's like they they both know where each other stands right so they they both know that point where they're like sorry buddy i'm gonna have to go like you kind of like hang out with each other because you're both kind of cool on the same page but as soon as things get a little hairy like you better hope you can dip out before the other one does because yeah. you might get stranded. Because <laughs> the other one ain't hesitating to get out for you. Right, right. Definitely. Um, what did you think of L3 navigating the Bespin? Um, that was interesting. It's it's really cool rewatching um these movies after knowing that L3 has been put into the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they don't ever really confirm that in these movies. That, no, no, no. You know, it's, yeah. it's, you know... This is it's solely back. in solo, yeah. Right, but um, it is really cool because you get a lot of hints at it with it being just stubborn like that, or when they say she a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, even one point, C three PO says, um, oh, "You're your your uh, ship has the most peculiar language." Yes. Or where did it learn to communicate? It has the most peculiar language. Yeah. Yes, just little things like that that obviously meant nothing to us yeah you know until han solo the star wars you know solo star wars story came out like it meant nothing we didn't think Mm -hmm. anything of it other than the fact that han solo views his ship as like his baby like like a lot of guys do their cars like you don't name your guys i know you don't name your cars after guys (laughs) they're They're all female cars. like that's just how it is Mm -hmm. um and so that's exactly what it was for lando and han like that ship is their baby it's their girl like Mm -hmm. they're gonna take care of her right so well, and I wonder if, like, that that whole line with 3PO, because obviously the plan of L3 was not at that time. I wonder if it was just or an was attempt. Just <laughs> I wonder if it was an attempt at making the Falcon seem one of a kind, you know? It could have been, because, I mean, that's kind of what the whole premises of the Falcon has been this mm-hmm. entire time, is it's... Which it's not one of a kind, because that's actually mentioned in Solo, that Han's father worked on the line that made these ships. right. But, I mean, but you don't see any other ships out there like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's it's Han Solo's ship. Like, it's just, it's great. So, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree. I think it was just this kind of way of making the ship seem 
I don't know. Unique and different. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, I mean, how else you going to explain all the issues it was having, too, other than it's just a rundown <laughs> ship? You know what I mean? L3's so moody. <laughs> right. Like, how else are you going to explain, like, yeah. you know, other than the things, a hunk of junk? Like, yeah. <laughs> Fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Right. So, but I don't know. I liked it. Can we talk about another relationship, too? Let's hear it. Um. So, I don't know about you. But I really enjoyed C-3PO and R2's relationship in this, episode, <laughs> this movie. Even you seem I, to be drawn to the droids. I am, because it's so funny. Because even though I do enjoy their um, relationship on um, A New Hope, too. It's mm-hmm. really funny. They're always, like, bickering back and forth like married couples. <laughs> um, but in this one, like, I don't know. It was just... There was just something different about it that just was so funny. And then at one point, they end up like, completely separated. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke ends up with R2 on um, Dagobah. Dagobah. Mm-hmm. I was getting there. <laughs> Do not. I was just trying to help. I didn't need your help. I'm learning. I'm doing this on my own. Baby steps. Gotcha. Thank you. And then you get Han, Leia, and C-3PO, and Chewie that are in the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mean, and obviously, I'm pretty sure they're separated in other movies, too. But I feel like this is the longest time period. Like, they, I don't know. I could be wrong. But so far, to me, this is the longest they've kind of been apart. I think you're right. And you hope they were together like the entire time, other than that little yeah. little expert they took apart when ha- when C three was like, "I'm not following you. And if you get lost, I don't want to hear about it." Or whatever he like yells at him. Yeah. Um, they were cracking me up. There was one line after they were looking for Luke out there after he got taken by the Wampa. R two was out doing like a people search, a <laughs> people scan, search, a scan search, <laughs> yeah, life detection search, yeah. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you laughed at my people search, but I thought it was great. I like people search. We need to tra- trademark that. We will. It's like the MySpace of Star Wars, the people search. Most definitely <laughs> on it, boss. Um, but after that, and c 3 I can't even remember the exact line, but I'm sure y'all know what I'm talking about. He was like, he's been known to make mistakes from time to time or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, my my, he yeah. something in between there. Well, I and it's C three PO's almost. It's like his first attempt at trying to comfort someone because he's like he didn't find any life forms, but he's been made known to make mistakes from time to time. Right. Doesn't take any ownership himself. No, <laughs> not at all. C three PO's never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. He's fluent in nine hundred thousand different languages. I don't know how many. Six million. Sorry. <laughs> The look she just gave me. Six million different languages. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, but I don't know. Their relationship was funny. There was a lot of funny things R2 did, especially when they got to Dagobah and Yoda's trying to like take the little light and try to take the food and stuff. And yeah. he's like arguing, not arguing. He's just Yoda, not Yoda, but uh, R2 reaches out to get the light that Luke kept saying like, and he's just like, R2, just give it to him. Just give it to him. It's fine. Yeah. And then Yoda picks up his stick and he starts smacking him. <laughs> <laughs> so hard and so, oh go ahead sorry you're fine i'm sorry i'm just rambling you're you good know, and yeah then we get parts on the on the falcon with c3po and he's just getting on everybody's nerves and they're just like shut him down just shut him up because he's just <laughs> trying to give the odds and mm-hmm. be negative nancy over there and everyone's already like we're in trouble yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i love and i never caught this line before but i loved um just backing up a little bit to hoth when they're uh, when han and leia are escaping uh from hoth and uh, he's like, hurry up, Goldenrod, or you're going to become a permanent resident. Yes. <laughs> so funny. I never caught that. And I was like, wait, what? 
love just it. all the little bitty lines that I never caught before. I thought it was absolutely awesome. And that's what I love about Star Wars is that every time you watch it, I feel like there's something new to be found. Right. Um, it, there's unlimited rewatchability to it, and I absolutely love it. Um, but back to Dagobah. Um, I wanted to present something to you that I thought was pretty funny. So R2's never had his memory wiped. Yeah. Ever. He's met Yoda before. <laughs> so I could, like, I don't know. Do you think that R2's like, what are you doing, you crazy fool? Like, yeah. we know each other. What are you right. doing? <laughs> Probably. Because, I mean, you can't be like, oh, Yoda's just old. He Maybe he just doesn't remember. Like, nah, you little green goblin. You remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funniest part is because, like, being on Dagobah, it's like either he's playing the part of crazy old fool or it has literally kind of driven him a little batty. But at the same time, like, I can imagine R2 just looking at him like, what are you, you're embarrassing me in front of my friend. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's like, why are you doing this? No, no, it's funny. I like that part a lot. Um, It's a little weird at times. It makes me kind of cringe. Yes. Just a little bit, but it's still really funny. Yeah. Well, that whole scene, like, well, especially before Luke realizes that it's Yoda, that he's Yoda, it it make it, I don't know. All I can think about the whole time is like the Clone Wars animated series and the prequels and all this other kind of stuff, where where that that version of Yoda that we have, and then you're comparing it to crazy old gro- goblin in the swamp. <laughs> it's just like I, I know you're already singing the song, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, like I don't know. Just just the difference in the Yodas and. Just where he's come from there and everything. And the fact that R2, I guarantee you, knows who he is at the time, but sits back and just lets Luke. <laughs> it's like, you'll figure it out. I, I'm, I don't know this guy. This guy is weird. This is not the Yoda I remember. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then poor R2 gets stuck out in the rain. Yeah. In the little house, I guess, or A little tree, tree hut, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Poor R2's just like peeping in the window like, Beep, beep. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was and it was cute because like he even like goes up on his tip tiptoes. Like. Yeah, he does look in the window <laughs> to see, and then you got freaking Luke in there. It's like we're wasting time. We gotta go find this great warrior. <laughs> and then and then Yoda all of a sudden like he's not ready. And then Obi Wan responds. And Yoda looks like wait what? Hold on, okay. we're doing this right? <laughs> like I was not told. <laughs> But yeah, so so side thing. I don't know if you, I think I think I may have said this during. I don't know, but did you know that Yoda would have rather train Leia than Luke? You did tell me this because yeah. um, we talked about that at the end when uh, when Luke decides to leave to go mm-hmm. help Han and Leia. Um, he and Obi Wan comes over and makes a statement that he's our only hope. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, or he's the last, or I don't yeah, know, he's something. our only hope. Yeah, yeah, something I knew it was something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to make it sound like the lot, the lot, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, but so he says that, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's when Yoda says, "No, there's another one. Mm-hmm. There's another, or something like that." And that's when we had that conversation about yeah. um, him actually wanting to train Leia instead. Because I mean, in this movie too, you you do realize that Leia is force sensitive. Oh, absolutely. Because you said they're having Luke, who after just got his hand cut off by his own daddy, um, <laughs> and he's like hanging down on a I don't know, some like antenna or something. I know, but yeah, say, like some weird antenna like thing, and he's just hanging on for dear life, looking. Like he's about to pass out, um, but it's not from blood loss. Because <laughs> he got his hand severed off. So that's fine. No worries. He gets a new one. Looks new. It's great. 
<laughs> wish I had one. <laughs> um, but, you know, you get that part. And I think, what who does he call at first? Does he say Obi-Wan or Ben? Yeah, he, he says, says Ben, ben first. And then he says Leia. Leia. Yeah. Leia. And he's like, keep saying that just a couple times. And then all of a sudden you like, you get pans to Leia and, and the mm-hmm. Falcon because at this point they're taking off. And they're like, she's like, Luke, we have to go back. I know where he is. Yeah. And it never really, like, no one ever really catches on mm-hmm. to it, other than the audience, of course. <laughs> but um, inside the ship, they're never like, oh, how did she know? Or, you know, nothing's ever really said about it. And the fact that they end up. Well, I mean, the audience of who's with her is a Wookiee that she can barely understand. Landers. And Lando's definitely not going to question her because he's the one that got him into this mess. <laughs> C-3PO's like in pieces still. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, it's all Leia now. Right. <laughs> But. Someone's got to save our skins. <laughs> but yeah. So cool. So so what do you think as far as the, the, the iconic Vader versus Luke? What did you think about that? So, not going to lie to you. This is something I've struggled with because Luke has not been my favorite character. Um, as he's older, he gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, in A New Hope, he completely drives me crazy because he's a whiny little baby. Like, the entire time. But, I mean, I understand why he is. Because he's still young. He's really immature. This is who he's supposed to be in this time and moment. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I just, it kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. Because he's like, (laughs) oh, but I wanted to go into town. Sounds like a witch or something sometimes. I don't know. But it just just makes me cringe just thinking about it sometimes. Um, And then in this one, like, he's just, he's... He's still a little antsy because he's mm-hmm. all, you know, that whole Yoda scene. He's like, we're wasting time. We have to go find this warrior, like this great mm-hmm. warrior. Like, come on. You know, he's still that same, like, come on, come on, come on, Luke. But he's not that, like, eh. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> little baby anymore. Um, and as many of you know, Vader's my favorite character. So... To say that Luke is better than Vader just hurts my soul so much. Oh. And I don't want to say he's necessarily Really? Better. I don't want to say he's better. I'm flippant. But you can visibly see that, I mean, he, Luke gives Vader a hard time. Like, it's not like he's just like, swish, swish, done. Yeah. Like, other than the fact that Vader gets really pissed and starts throwing <laughs> like, just random, like, metal objects from the wall at him. Yeah. Um, it's so funny when you watch it, though, because all of a sudden, there's all those things just like, oh, eh, eh, eh. It's like super cheese. <laughs> it is. It is, but it's really funny. And um, But I, I, at this point, I feel like Vader's really, like, mad because mm-hmm. he's, like, he's kind of being shown up a little bit. Like, Luke's kind of Giving him all these. So guys. you don't think that Vader was uh, toying with him? I, I kind of don't feel like he was, because mm-hmm. I don't feel like Vader would have had to go on to such lengths to start throwing other objects from the room at him. Is that a normal move that we see Vader do? Um, no. Um, I, the only time, and I could be wrong. The only other time I, I remember things being pulled off a wall and tossed at anybody is in Attack of the Clones against Count Dooku. But, That'd be Anakin. But Dooku was the one doing it. So Dooku Sith. did it to, yeah. That's a Sith thing. <laughs> Got it. They're like, if I can't fight fair, I'm going to pull everything off the walls. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean. Your favorite painting? No big deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Million dollar vase? Nobody cares. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just, I do. I feel like Luke gives Vader a run for his money. Okay. I don't want to say that Luke's necessarily better, but 
He's, he's so how would you rate Luke in this movie? What do you mean? So, oh. So from so from the first one to now, where would you put him on the Luke scale? He's pretty lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Thank you. It was just that great mind thinking real quick, you know. <laughs> I put no thought into that. I, I'm actually really shocked that you you've come around to Luke. Cause like so and so for me, I like I love I love the Jedi Force stuff and everything. I mean, you know me. Weird Star Wars is awesome Star Wars to me. I love when it gets strange and everything. Cause actually thinking about it too, calling back to, you know, a little known movie, The Last Jedi, um, where everybody was oh well, not everybody. Sorry. I'm not grouping everyone into one thing, but some people were upset at the new force powers that were unveiled and the force Skype and all this other kind of stuff. Like they thought it was just too out there and it was just ridiculous and all this other kind of stuff. With Empire Strikes Back, it's the first time that we ever actually see the force being used to pull things to you, um, to be communicate or like a force ghost kind of stuff like that. There were a lot of weird concepts from a new hope to this because in a new hope, all we got was old Ben Kenobi being the guide in his head. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, but I mean, guys, we couldn't hold on to holograms forever. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Like, everyone's a hologram. <laughs> it was getting old. Yeah. Real quick. So something new had to happen. And force Skyping was just what it was gonna be. <laughs> it's the best way to communicate. But I mean, I, I mean I get that, because it is. It's different, it's new, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like Snoke was brought out as this character who was like supposed to be super powerful. So how could he be super powerful and not give us something new? Exactly. That wouldn't make any sense. Oh, he right. he just knows the same old tricks? Cool. He's not that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. He's pretty whatever. I just find it interesting because like I know a lot of people were just wanting this to be Empire Strikes 2.0 and then when it came out everybody was like this is nothing like Empire Strikes Back and all this other kind of stuff. But like watching the Empire Strikes Back and thinking about Last Jedi really similar. I mean, you got the rebellion on the run the resistance on the run like i mean it all starts out the same it all i mean there are a lot of similar themes in it yeah and it may just be themes of storytelling because force awakens was almost a shot for shot new hope (laughs) um just different dialogue and different skin um so i mean i don't know maybe it's just a storytelling thing but i mean and and this is not to complain i think it's interesting i think it's really cool because it's like you hear the thing history repeats itself and it, in these movies, you see it in all three movies. Histories, right. or not three, but all three trilogies. History continues to repeat itself. The same things happen over and over again. So will we see Ray break the cycle? You know? Right. So I don't know. Not Empire Strikes Back tall, but it's just a thought that I had. So no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, the thing, too, I'm not trying to like downplay Star Wars whatsoever, but I mean, there's not really a whole bunch you can do other than giving people background stories because it's the same old, like, war. It's the rebels against the Empire. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just this battle. And so it's, I don't know, it's like this never-ending thing. And yeah. No one's, I'm not going to say no one's going to win. <laughs> obviously, if someone wins, we'll see the in, end. In but... the way that Last Jedi was rolling with, um, and sorry, this is off topic, but <gasps> the way the Last Jedi was rolling with DJ talking about how who are the good guys the 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 bad guys sell to the good guys the good guys sell to the, like it, like who really is the good guy here 
Yeah, it's kind of turning full circle. Yeah. Like, like you said, like there's people that are building things and selling it to, you know, mm-hmm. the good guys, but then he's also selling something to the bad guys. And yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. There's this other group that's funding this entire thing to keep it going and getting rich off of it. Kind of sounds like the real world. Yeah. But, I mean, with all that, it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting to me because in episode nine, I really hope there's not a winner. I hope that in some way something happens to where balance is brought to the force. The conflict is ended somehow. Because, I mean, I guess the only way that it would end is if the First Order is extinguished. But I don't know. Yeah. So, um, Sorry, this is off topic, too. <laughs> if you don't mind it interesting, you just cut it. But um, So we've been going back and watching Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the newest episodes we watched together, which is not new, but... One of new the, to you, new to me, because I have not watched the entire thing from beginning to end. Um, was interesting to me. I can't remember where they went. Hopefully, you can help me out. But it's when Padme goes to see, uh, um, what's her face? The the lady that oh Satine uh, Satine. Thank you. Yeah. I, I knew I wouldn't remember her name. It's when they go there, mm-hmm. and she's neutral. Her planet is neutral, but her planet is suffering because they're neutral. So essentially, nobody wants to help her because she hasn't picked a side. Is essentially what I get from that. Mm-hmm. The Republic's not going to help her, and the Separatists. The Separatists. Yeah. I knew it was something different at that point. Yeah. I, was trying, I was thinking <laughs> real hard. Neither <laughs> one want to help her because they're not. She's not helping them. Mm-hmm. And so she even makes a statement saying that you know her people are like on the brink of starving, and that they're having to buy from like the black market, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous like it shouldn't be like that so i feel like one of the biggest struggles too in the galaxy is people are kind of forced to pick a side in order what's best for their country mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know or planet my yeah. bad <laughs> Whew, sorry y'all um but some you know they got to pick a side in order to you know to do what's best for their planet and i don't know if satine ever picks a side she doesn't she doesn't no well Spoiler, she doesn't. <laughs> Dang it, but it's okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people are pressured into that. It's either like, let your planet dissolve and turn into chaos, or just pick a side and... And know, either we'll, and hold, we'll hold you hostage one way or the other. Yeah. Right, like, either way, like, you're gonna fall into chaos at some point. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I found that part really interesting that, like, there's really not much neutrality throughout the planet and throughout the system because, like, you don't have much chance of being neutral. You don't have a choice, yeah. Yeah, like, neut- neutrality is just not yeah. a good option. It, it's the either you're with me or against me, and Obi-Wan so blatantly said, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Right, right. <laughs> but so, sorry, I know that was kind of out there, but when yes, you were saying that... very long ra- rabbit trail. Thank you for taking that time with us. I thought it was still cool, though. Like, I, I don't know. I like I like diving into that kind of thing. And then with Empire Strikes Back, uh, just seeing a lot of that galactic conflict and a lot of the conflict between our main characters, the Skywalker family and everything, it's just, I don't know. It makes me wonder how or if it'll be resolved in Episode Nine. I don't know. We'll see. I think we're all still waiting to see um, who, who Rey is, mm-hmm. like, what her back, backstory is, if she belongs to anybody. Um just, you know, more about her. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, so what would you say was your overall favorite moment in The Empire Strikes Back? Eee. That's a tough one. Um, because I really, I enjoyed a lot of this movie. This movie kind of had me, like, laughing. It had me just kind of giggling, just smiling a whole bunch. Because I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of my favorite lines 
for us has been the whole I love you, I know. But honestly, I don't think We're cheese balls and we, we do are. that all the time. I love that's my favorite part. I mean, it's hard to sum it up, but I, I really, really enjoy all the Han and Leia parts. Um, to me, I think one of the lines that I felt most like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize he even said that, was the part when he's about to leave in the very beginning of the movie. And um, he goes up to her and says something, and then she, uh, he's like, well, bye, princess, or no no time for mushy, or something like that. Well, don't get all mushy on yeah, me. Yeah, don't get all mushy on me. And he says she just <laughs> walks out, and she's like, uh-uh. Like, all of us ladies know that you're not just going to let your man just, like, walk out and not say nothing to you. Like, uh-uh, get back here, boy. Um, so she kind of like chases after him. He's just essentially just like, tell me how you feel and I'll stay. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I really loved that part. Because like I said earlier in this episode, I did feel like for a long time that Han was just this player. Mm-hmm. But after watching that part, I'm like, oh my God, he's not. He really is just Leia's into more Leia. the player, yeah. yeah. he's just really into <laughs> Leia. And Leia's just playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. But I think, honestly, that little conversation. Just their relationship. Just their yeah. relationship and all. I mean, any scene with them together and they're just kind of being like, Mm-hmm. you're trembling you know just all those they're just so funny i love them i love watching their relationship blossom this probably this movie probably has the best romance out of all of the star wars movies no I would think. you well, don't think so no padme and anakin uh, we'll reserve that for when we padme watch attack of the clones <laughs> i like han and leia's more padme and anakin <laughs> well my favorite moment padme and anakin. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> Oh my god! They just get this um, pretty little like star set or you know sunset, and they're like cross the stars. How does it go? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we'll 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 visit we'll visit it when we watch Attack of the Clones. So my favorite moment though of Empire Strikes Back, um, even though I love Han and everything Han. I still love all the Force stuff in there. And one of my favorite moments, is, well, really just overall moment, was with Yoda and Luke, where Luke's going through the whole, I can't, and he's like, or he's like, I'll try, try not, do or do not. There is no try. All the little, like, Yoda-isms and the wisdom that he puts in there, like, I, I quote that on the daily. I love all of that, especially the part where, um, it it floors me because Luke's like when he's trying to pull his X-wing out of the swamp, he's like, "You asked the impossible, Luke. You were just moving things with your mind. You were moving rocks with your mind, and you're gonna sit here and talk to Yoda about the impossible." Right. <laughs> Let's remember what kind of world we're in here now. It's too big. I can't do it. <laughs> um, but then seeing Yoda pull that X-wing out of the swamp effortlessly, and then Luke's face where he's just like. Oh my gosh. And then he's like, he's basically like, how did you do that and everything? He's like, that's why you fail. Right. Because you don't believe that's, or he said, I can't believe it. He's like, yeah. that is why you fail. Yeah, that's the exact line yeah. he says too. I love that so much because there's so much wisdom in all of that. Uh, and you know, my favorite line is the do or do not, there is no try. So I don't know. That, that's my favorite part of Empire altogether. I have a new favorite part. Oh, you <laughs> you just you just had a favorite part okay, though. Okay, fine. I just want to point out, <laughs> and I really want to like cut this lo- this scene out and just like put it on a, a gif. But I need it to like make sound. <laughs> I need it to like replay over and over again. And okay. So I want to thank Todd from WSTR Media because um, this made me giggle because it's all his fault. Um, so thank you, Todd. 
um, when y'all sent us that little part of y'all's podcast uh, about the whole what happened to Uncle Aunt, oh, Uncle Aunt, <laughs> Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru, um, and you actually get that part when Vader looks at Boba Fett and he's like, no disintegration. <laughs> and he even puts his finger up and waves it like like a dad, like, no disintegration. Like, no chocolate for you. No cotton candy. <laughs> the editing on that was superb. <laughs> no milk before bed. Like, I don't know. Just, it was just like the finger. It was just funny. Like, I'm sitting here doing the it. The dad finger. The dad finger. Yes, he's like, no disintegration. And so I just need that. Can y'all just, like, cut that little part? out for me and just send it to me because that's, that's really all i want so then notice integration <laughs> <laughs> thanks todd in my life <laughs> but it made me giggle and it reminded me straight back to that and i was like i want to watch that again <laughs> <laughs> yes the bounty hunters being introduced in this was really really cool yeah boss was creepy oh yeah just like bird feet up there just kind of hanging out for like, a second like, it's almost like he was perched <laughs> it was because all you see is like these creepy like scaly looking feet and then all of a sudden it's like a blizzard mm-hmm. like, <laughs> but so, did you have anything else you wanted to add to the episode? Because I think that really uh, wraps it up for us. Yeah, I feel like that. Sorry if that was a really long episode, guys. I hope you can stick through it because um, I know we were both just really passionate. We had a lot of things to say. It's really exciting for me just to go back and rewatch the mm-hmm. movies that I know I've already seen. I just didn't pay attention to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm working on it. Um, like Danny said earlier, if you do have any good books that you want to read, that um, preferably canon. Um, yes, that are really, canon. I, I'm trying to stay in the canon right now. I'm trying to make sure I've got everything kind of down pat. So if you just threw some other random planet out there, probably you're, you're still be. somewhat of a newborn to the canon. I so am. so I, I kind of <laughs> need to keep it inside the circle for now. And then eventually I'll start to be able to branch out a little. Um, so if you got any good movie, not movies. Yeah. If you got any good movies, guys, <laughs> geez, if you got any good books, comics. Um, I'd normally prefer Leia, but I'm kind of down for whatever. So, um, I like the bounty hunters too, so I'll take that. Um, Invader, I'm, I'm just I'm like my, I'm trying to tell you like one thing that I like, and that's just branching out. Like I like everything. <laughs> just don't listen. Send to your me. favorite things our way. I don't don't listen to me. I don't have favorite things anymore. I just like them all. Um, but yeah, feel free to send those over. Absolutely. So guys, you can check us out um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Kessel Run Weekly. If you want to keep the conversation going, let us know what you thought of the episode. Um, or if you want any uh, future episodes, uh, any suggestions like that, that'd be awesome. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, hit notification bell, wherever you're getting this, and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us uh, get out there to where more people can hear our fun podcast um, that we have fun doing every single week and talking with you guys. Uh, you guys have been awesome, especially this week. We got so much love um, from a lot of you guys. It was awesome. I literally woke up one morning to like seven, eight messages of, hey, check them out and everything, which was really, really cool. Uh, and we really appreciate it. We were feeling the love. You guys are awesome and our favorite. Yeah, most definitely. You definitely put a big smile on our faces when we, Absolutely. Um, when we see how much y'all you know enjoy what we do um because we enjoy doing it absolutely we're just really blessed and thankful that y'all have so much fun with us um with it so yeah definitely keep the comments keep um the messages the reviews the ratings just let your friends know um Mm -hmm. definitely if you enjoy it tell a friend um let's make sure that we get kessel run weekly out there as much as possible yeah. um, so we appreciate everything you guys do we love you guys absolutely thank you guys for listening or watching another episode of kessel run weekly my name is danny and i'm Kristen. i love you i know <laughs>